Yeah, I don't think that's the right button. We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Welcome to Be The Line, a podcast dedicated to helping you stand out. I am the greatest. Be unique. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. And separate yourself from the pack. There's something wrong with us, something very, very wrong with us. Whether you want to market a business, a brand, or simply yourself, you must be the line. The world has enough lemons. This is developing into a very bad habit. Here's your host, who doesn't play well with others and has a third grade report card to prove it, Fred Rui. Hi, everybody. It's Fred Rui. Welcome to Be The Lime. Matter of fact, this is the very first episode of Be The Lime. So uh, we're going to cover a little bit of ground here today is kind of talk about what it is. Uh, you know, what is Be The Lime? What's it all about? Who should be listening? Uh, you know, so I think I want to start off first is kind of talking about what it is and what you can expect from this podcast. So Be The Lime is centered on being unique and standing out from the pack. And we're going to cover all sorts of things as far as that's concerned, whether we're talking about your own personal life, we're talking about your business, we're talking about your brand. You know, we all know people, products, brands, and companies that stand out. And they have what I call kind of a lime factor, and, and I'll talk about that in a second. But matter of fact, the whole premise of the Be The Lime concept comes from one phrase, and it's Be The Lime, The World Has Enough Lemons. So... The premise is is that you know when I'm dealing with private clients, that's what I'm starting with. I'm always starting with what's going to make them unique. Chances are you've not even heard of me, but I'd be willing to bet you've seen my work. This podcast coming to life is due to clients and colleagues urging me to kind of make public some of the strategies, tips, and the results that I'm a part of. And you know what? I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I, I really gave it some thought. And, you know, I've been doing a lot of writing uh, as far as, you know, kind of posts of websites and things like that. And kind of consulting and having fun with it. And I thought, you know, what an interesting venue to actually just kind of jump out there and do a podcast. And certainly podcasts are nothing new, but, you know, I'm going to try to keep these to the time that it might be your commute or maybe you're working out or something like that. So, you know, I not only launched the podcast, though, the more I thought about how I was going to do this, it was not only about launching a podcast. I simultaneously launched the Be The Lime website, and a couple social media accounts. And and a lot of people ask me, well, why I did that? Why didn't I leverage everything that was already out there? And the thought occurred to me, if I'm going to talk about what my clients need to do, if I'm going to, if you're going to listen to this podcast and you're going to say, okay, I'm going to implement those strategies. If I'm going to do it or tell you what you need to do, then I'm going to go ahead and do it again from square one. No fair, fair adding my existing Twitter, Facebook, email lists, et cetera, et cetera. Let's do it from the start and share with everyone how it was done along the way. So you can visit the website, bethelime.com, and sign up for the e-letter there. In addition to the podcast, there's even more information in the weekly e-letters or articles that you can use right away. So you're going to see the journey of that growing. Uh, like I said, everything simultaneously launched. Matter of fact, these podcasts are going to take a little bit while to to get up, you know, on the, on the internet. So uh, as far as publishing, so I'm actually got a little bit of lead time as far as doing the podcast first. But um, 
won't do any good until I actually launch the site. So the site literally just is going up there, the social media accounts. I mean, starting with zero, zero, zero along the way as far as followers and likes and everything else. And watch how it cascades as we go along and we implement the strategies that we do on a weekly basis on the podcast. So who should be listening to this podcast? Well, we're talking about anyone that wants to stand out personally, find your inner uniqueness, if you will, for lack of a better term, your inner lime. Uh, anyone that has a business that you want people to notice, and, and if you don't want people to notice your business, I don't even know why you're doing a business. And anyone that has a brand that you're trying to turn prospects into clients and clients into raving fans, because obviously we want to be unique and we want people to find us, but we also want to take the people we have and really, really kind of convert them or strengthen that relationship, if you will. But this podcast is about action. And this is a very uh, definitive thing that I was was adamant about when when the concept came up to actually do this podcast is what I don't want is I don't want another thirty thousand foot warm fuzzy be yourself you're all special put affirmation post notes on your mirror and you, you know what I'm talking about you know where like you you put a picture of a Ferrari and a pony on your bathroom mirror so you see it every morning and then if you get there every morning and you're looking at a picture of a Ferrari and a pony then eventually you're going to automatically have a Ferrari and a pony kind of show up in the driveway or something like that and, and I really don't believe in all that stuff I mean to some to some degree I kind of do because I believe that it helps to have a positive attitude but we're going to talk about concrete elements that we need to be doing. And by concrete, I mean actionable items. I mean things that you can put in place right away. Things that I put in place with my clients almost immediately after talking to them or taking them on as a client. Every podcast is going to have an action you can put to use right away. So we'll have different stories. We'll have different techniques. We're going to talk about different things, different platforms, and every week may be, may be different. But we're going to put about something that you can put into use right away. Maybe you'll log on your computer and post something very specific to a Facebook post. Or you'll add something very specific to your website. Or you'll make a change in how your brand is presented to people or in a PowerPoint or a, a tweet if it's Twitter or something like that. But we're going to talk about things that have a very specific result. So whatever the case is, you can take action and we're going to talk about things that set yourself apart from others. We're also going to cover pretty much the gamut of tools, both free and otherwise, that can help you stand out. All the while, all the while I think it's important to be conscious of time and knowing that your time is valuable. Uh, and we're going to talk about that in just a second because we're going to talk about, you know, we're going to delve into the popular areas to get your message out, like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. But we will also look for some killer strategies that can help your brand really break out like email marketing, contests, joint venture promotion, things like that. So let's get rid of a few rumors and myths, you know, right out of the gate that, you know, you don't need to do everything. Uh, matter of fact, I heard a great quote the other day. It said, you can do anything, you just can't do everything. And I think that's truer today than just about any other time in history. We are inundated with information. We are inundated with, you know, oh my gosh, you know, you need to be on Twitter, you need to be on Facebook, you know, you need to be on all these different things. And, you know, one of the first things I do with a client after seeing what they've done so far is ask them where they think they want to communicate their message. And, and sometimes we just have to even figure out what their message is first, which is not uncommon. But almost all of them rattle off all these outlets that they've either heard of 
or they've been told that they have to be on all these different social media things. Like they've all been told, well, you know, you got to be on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn and Pinterest and Tumblr and Vine and Meetup and Google Plus. And oh my gosh, and the, and the list goes on and on and on. And and no wonder nobody takes action because they're looking at that going, well, if I can't do everything, then there's no point in doing it. And here's a really, really big secret. And it shouldn't be a secret. You don't need to be on all of them to be very, very successful. Matter of fact, you only need one, maybe two, and that's it. And the question is finding the right platform. So you have to know what's the best one for you and your brand and your audience um, because it doesn't do any good to, to go, okay, I want this platform if the makeup of your audience isn't normally on that particular platform. So it would just be a waste of your time. So let me give you an example. Almost every client that I get thinks they need to be on Twitter. Uh, Twitter has obviously second probably to Facebook. Twitter has the most buzz going on. You know, you can you 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 can watch the morning news and they'll even say, "Hey, tweet us here." Um, you know, or or you'll see something about Twitter and you'll see it in the news. You'll see it on a show. You'll see whatever and all these tweets going on. You'll be watching uh, one of the singing shows. And they'll go, "Hey, tweet us here," whatever it may be. And so the clients think they want to be on Twitter. They may not understand Twitter. Um, matter of fact, I suspect about half the people listening right now. Uh, are looking at me, or, or not looking at me, you're looking at your radio, you're looking at your, your iPod, whatever it may be, and going, Fred, I just don't get Twitter. I mean, it's just a lot of noise. It's just a lot of conversation back and forth. I, I'm not even sure how it works for my business. And you know what? You're probably right. Because let me say this, Twitter does not work for nine out of 10 businesses. And, and maybe that's being generous. Maybe it'd be like 9.9% you know, and I know the people at Twitter would hate for me to say that, but the fact of the matter is, is that it's only one mechanism of communicating, and it's its very own unique animal, as they all are. So, how do I know? So, let, let let's let's say you own. Let's just use an example here, just kind of make something up. So, let's just say you own a bakery, and you're in Wells, Nevada. And you bake pies and cakes and bread, and obviously I'm hungry since I'm using an example of food. But anyway, so I suspect the bulk of your business, if you're if you're a bakery, um, just an average bakery where you bake those three things, pies, cakes, and bread, I suspect the bulk of your business is going to come from probably within about 20 miles. Now, naming Wells, Nevada probably wasn't a good example because I've actually been in that town before, and I think it's about half that size. Maybe there's 1,200 people in that uh, town, and I think, like I said, I think it's maybe seven, eight miles, but let's just stick with the example anyway. So you're in a small town, you have a bakery, and I would say, you know, most people, I don't think people are going to drive much more than 20 miles to get, get a loaf of bread uh, or to get a pie unless it's really, really good. So let's just, let's just say 50 miles just, just to be safe. Say, okay, you know, you got the best pies and people drive 50 miles away to get your pies. So um, Twitter's global. So spending all your time tweeting and conversing on Twitter won't do you any good if you're dealing with people that are largely outside your buying area. So if I'm in Wells, Nevada, and I've got a bakery, and you know I'm people are just blowing up my Twitter account, and I'm talking back and forth with people in New York and Florida and Canada and United Kingdom and you know Southern California and Hawaii and 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 you know none of those people. I'm I'm spending all this time answering those people, but none of those people are actually coming into my store and buying pies and cakes and bread and boy was that a lot of waste of time i mean sure it was fun and and now i'm I, you know i i maybe i'm maybe i'm popular 
uh, on Twitter. You know, maybe I'm like, you know, the most popular baker on Twitter. But if I can't equate that to sales, it's a waste of time. It was a waste of conversation because really at the end of the day, and I said people would drive 50 miles for my pies. How many people inside that 50-mile radius are on Twitter? And how many of those people inside that 50-mile radius on Twitter are following me? And how many people inside that 50-mile radius are following me on Twitter and actually having a conversation with me on Twitter? That could equate to sales. And so that could have been a whole lot of energy for something that didn't actually move the needle. So what I mean when I talk about making sure we get the right fit and make sure we get the right media for you, you don't, you don't need to do everything. Twitter doesn't work for a lot of people. Now, the accounts that it does work for, and I'll talk about those in some future episodes, are absolutely outstanding. Um, but it has to be the right one. So now, back to the baker, though. Now, if the baker was selling baked goods online, that might be a completely different story. If they were shipping pies to the United States. Maybe they are overnighting these pies that they can make that nobody else can make and I can overnight that pie. Now you can have a national presence, maybe even an international presence. Now maybe Twitter starts to enter the conversation. But I want to make sure that, you know, when when we go through this and we work on these episodes that we're we're paying attention to who you are, what your brand is, and what your audience is and all three of them need to be in line. Uh, to to decide, okay, let's pull the trigger and let's go into that media. Twitter's a very active, active conversation. You know, somebody tweets you on something, you got to respond, you got to retweet. Facebook, again, very active, active. But if it yields results, then that would be something that would really be really, really good. So one of the other things I want to do in the podcast is I also want to share some case studies with you. I want to show you know, what people are doing right. So I kind of, I, I might call them like the lime of the week or the lemon of the week, but these will be cases where I thought someone did something really cool that deserves us learning from or something really lame that, well, we could still learn from. So, and this could be a corporation doing something. This could be an individual doing something. And we'll look at good and bad uh, occasionally as these cases come up. So with that said, Let's take a look at this week's Lemon of the Week. So this is going to be an example of what I consider to be a perfect lemon of a move. And the company I'm going to pick on this week is actually McDonald's. And it's an advertisement that ran uh, nationally primetime. This was a commercial on TV. And you can actually go to bethelime.com. And I'll have it post the actual video there. I'm going to play the video for here, here for you because it's only about 35, 40 seconds long. And I'm going to set it up for you and kind of explain what it is. But then we're going to actually talk about what's wrong with it and why I think it's an absolute lemon of a move and, and how what we can learn from this. So basically, I saw this during a football game. And I saw it about another five to six times after that. And it was on several weeks ago. The goal was to answer questions dealing with the quality of their food. And what they did is they set up a kiosk, and you know, maybe you've seen this. They set up a kiosk in the middle of a kind of a, 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 an outdoor shopping center area, if you will. And the kiosk said, what are your questions about, I think it was McDonald's food. It had a big, big, you know, billboard-like type thing on there, just, you know, probably a, a kiosk probably about three and a half feet wide, maybe 10 feet tall, not even 10 feet, probably eight feet tall. And it just had, and, and the idea was that the people walked up to that billboard and they hit a button and they got to ask McDonald's a question, you know, like, you know, what's in your chicken nuggets? Do you use real beef for your hamburgers? Things like that. 
So, and the people were on camera. There must have been a little camera hidden inside the billboard uh, or inside the kiosk there that, that kind of captured them asking the question. So what you're going to hear is you're going to see essentially what they, they kind of look like, you know, like they walked up to an ATM, like that, what that, what that camera looks like. And you're going to hear what these people say uh, and, and during this advertisement. And then we're going to talk about what went horribly wrong on here. So first of all, let me go ahead and play for you so you can hear what it sounds like. Stop, buddy. Does McDonald's even sell real food? What part of the chicken is the chicken nugget? That pink slime. What's up with that? What is really in your beef? What's in your hamburger? It's the beef, 100%. Before feeding McDonald's to my child, I'd like to know if your ingredients are actually 100% pure. Why are the fries so good? The fries. What do you guys cook them in? Would you feed McDonald's to your own family? How much do you care about the people that eat your food? So that was that was it right there. And like I said, you can go to bethelime.com and you can actually see the you know the commercial. I've got it posted up there. So where where do I start? How about the fact that McDonald's has just raised objections that some people might not even have? So maybe maybe for me personally, maybe I always assumed you had chicken in the chicken nuggets. Maybe I never, never thought, never even occurred to me that there could be something other than chicken in the chicken nuggets. Now, now here's somebody on TV challenging the quality of the nuggets, and I'm watching this, and I'm thinking, wow, I thought they had chicken. I assumed they had chicken. Why would there be anything else other than chicken and chicken nuggets? And now I have to wonder. So, so one of my first rules is, in dealing with something like this, is don't bring up objections people may not have. So, I mean, talk about kind of a train wreck, in my opinion. So, if someone has a real issue, you kind of take those cases on one by one, but not in a public format, and, and don't assume everyone is thinking the same thing. Um, there are plenty of people out there that eat chicken nuggets all the time that just assume they're chicken. Yet you just and, that, and I'm just picking one of the you know if you, if you go back and you listen to that again, there's there's several things in here. Matter of fact, McDonald's almost attacked their entire menu and customer base in one 35 40 cent commercial. I mean, think about what they talked about. If you go back and play that, they talked about chicken nuggets. You know what's in those? Uh, what's in the beef? Um, you know, if it's if it's any good, if it's 100% beef, uh, we had a woman on there that was concerned about you know if the food's any good for her kids and what what's in the food and should she even give it to her kids. Uh, I think the last person talked about do they even care about their customers, uh, and we had someone also mention the pink pink sludge, which I don't know if you remember this was McDonald's, but they had issues that there was some sort of filler or pink sludge thing. Whether it was true or not, I don't know, but you know perception becomes reality. So, so all these, these negative things come up in this commercial that we're assuming McDonald's has an answer for or they wouldn't be there. I'm assuming if I went online uh, that I would get that. But here's, here's the problem I have with this going forward now of where we are. So they've put out all these questions. That's a lot of things to clean up. What about the fact that in order to get my answer to those questions, I have to jump media? So at the very end of the commercial, that's how it ends. You you heard the entire commercial. The only thing different was is it basically says like, you know, your questions are food and you get a couple social media uh, icons come up at the end of the commercial and where to log on to go to McDonald's. So 
McDonald's raised a big question about the quality of their food, or questions, I should say. Several different things were getting shot at. But the only way I'm going to get an answer is to fire up my computer, go to McDonald's website, sift through all the information to find the answer to my, well, actually, your question, McDonald's question, that they put in there. And I got to tell you, I'm lazy. I'm lazy, and you just asked me to do a lot of work. So you threw out all this negative, and now I'm supposed to go hunt down the actual answer. And so, again, rule number one, basically, you brought up objections that I may not have. And now, rule number two, if you will, you if you raise a negative question, then give me an immediate answer. I'm Like I said, I'm assuming McDonald's has an answer for all that stuff. But you didn't do it, and most people aren't even going to bother to go log on. Now, I know why they did that. They did that because they're trying to get people to interact with them online. And I, and I think that's great. I think, you know, look, there's 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 tons of great ways to get people to interact online. And, and we're going to talk about all of them in, you know, different episodes. But if you want somebody to interact online, then... What you got to do is you've got to put a bribe or a reward out there if you're going to ask the person to jump through hoops. So if you want me to stop watching TV and fire up my computer, there needs to be a bribe or a reward, not answer what was essentially a negative question. So, for example, if, if McDonald's was trying to boost interaction with people, then I would say, hey, look, like one of the people asked about the fries. So I would do an ad that says, hey, Tell us your best story of why you think we have the best French fries, and we're going to give away, you know, a hundred, you know, hundred dollar gift cards. Or tell us why you think the Big Mac's really good, and we're going to give away five hundred Big Macs. Or like us on Twitter, and we're going to give away a hundred Big Macs. What, whatever it may be, there's a bribe. There's a reason for me to go there. So the same is true in our business. Whatever your business, whatever your brand is, if you're going to ask some somebody to do something there needs to be an incentive. And we're actually going to do a whole episode on bribes and what makes a good bribe and stuff like that. And bribes always use it a bad word. But, you know, bottom line is, is if you want me to follow you on Twitter or you want me to follow you on Facebook or you want me to give you my email, then there's an exchange of information. I'm exchanging my email in exchange for what? I'm exchanging because you're going to give me some cool free report because you're going to give me some coupons, because you're going to tell me when the really good deals are going on, whatever it may be, but there's an exchange of information, and that does that comes at a price. For this particular commercial to run a commercial that basically says, hey, we want to interact with you online, but the way we're going to do it is we're not really giving you a bribe. We're going to try to alleviate some of your fears. And you know what? I'm not going to bother doing that. I'm just going to go over to Burger King instead. I'm not going to even walk into McDonald's because you raised too many questions about all your food, not just one, but all of them, essentially, or not all of them, but almost all of them. And it would have been a really good ad for McDonald's, and, 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 and it's kind of what politicians do where they kind of shift. So where, where basically if I'm running against Joe for some position in, in, you know, in politics and you know, I, you know, I've got my campaign, he's got his campaign, and it's it's that game where they play where the, where I might say, hey, you know, ask Joe what he thinks about whether someone should run for office that used to be in prison. Well, <laughs> Joe's never been in prison, and I've never been in prison, but but it's already been thrown out there, and most people aren't going to fact check it. They're not going to go look. The the doubt has already been put out there, and that's what McDonald's essentially did, which is why they're getting the lemon of the week, is because McDonald's threw out all the doubt. 
I doubt what's in the McNuggets. I doubt what's in the burgers. I doubt if it's healthy. I don't even know what that pink sludge stuff is. And you gave me none of the answer, and it was all on my ownership to go out there. And at the end, I think that was a really, really bad move. I think that was really the bad move, and that's why they get Lemon of the Week. So coming up in some future episodes, we're going to talk about websites. We're going to talk about email marketing, which I'm a big proponent of. I love email marketing because it costs you nothing. I mean, back to, back to our baker. I mean, how good is it if he bakes some really cool pie that morning and just sends out an email to the people that are right there in the radius and going, hey, come pick up this pie and get a dollar off and, you know, immediately get, get that and it costs you nothing to send out that email. So we're going to talk about email marketing and how to really, you know, use that for establishing or growing a brand whatever it may be for you. We're going to talk about Facebook. We're going to talk about Pinterest. We're going to talk about you know various social sites. Uh, we're, going to, we're going to talk about everything. We're going to talk about everything that can help you stand out. And more specifically, not just stand out for the sake of standing out, we're going to help you determine what fits in your brand, how you can stand out in your brand, and then, okay, what platform are we talking about and how are we going to stand out in that platform? Matter of fact, next week, we're going to talk about social laryngitis. Uh, it just kind of hit me the other day when someone was telling me about how they, they didn't know what to post and I, and, and the thought just popped in mind. I'm like, wow, that's social laryngitis. That's just, you know, you know, you want to be there, you know, you want to talk online, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, your website, whatever it may be. Um, and you just don't know what to say. You don't even know how to start that conversation. So what we're going to do is we are actually going to, uh, you know, figure out, okay, here's what you got to say. So in the next episode, we're going to get you going in the right direction and open up those lines of communication. So we're going to get rid of that social laryngitis. We're going to help you know what to say and how to say it. And if you have no clue, trust me, it's going to be a lot easier than you think. So that's it. I'm Fred Rui. Till next time, remember, be the lime. The world has enough lemons. You've been listening to Fred Rui on Be the Lime. Get even more helpful tips, strategies, and general mayhem online at BeTheLine.com. Until next time, remember, the world has enough lemons. Be The Line.